What's going on, guys? This is your boy, Crimson Black. And Damien Drago. And this is your girl, Rain. Ooh, she remembered who she was this time. That's, <laughs> that's wonderful. That's wonderful. All right, anyway, so before we get into this point, the shitty admin shit that we have to do every single episode... If you like what we do, you want to hear more of us, be sure to follow all of our social media pages. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Powertrip, O-P-P-O-W-E-R-T-R-I-P-O-P, capital P-T-N-O. Also, patreon.com slash Operations, all spelled out, dollar a month, dollar a month. Get all the podcasts that we are going to do and be able to see some of the stuff that we are going to be putting out soon. Nice little fun project we have been working on. We have everything almost in for it to go ahead and start working on that. We should probably start doing some tease posts. Yeah, because we, we, we all have Apple products, so we can just... The internet loves teases. Yeah, yeah we might start doing some tease posts. We're going to have to get together with some of our guys and go ahead and knock that out. Uh, well, a couple of them will be freer uh-huh. next month. Ooh, that works out. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, this is, this is going to be fun, guys. This is going to be real fun. It's going to be biblical. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, yes. And if you don't want to give away that dollar right away, you just kind of want to see what we are going to be doing first, be sure to follow that page. That page will have all the things, all the things that we are going to be doing in the future. And it, we are going to be releasing a video at some point, kind of deconstructing how our Patreon page is going to work, how our YouTube page is going to work, and all that stuff. Yes, it's on our main line podcast, the PTO podcast, which you can also find on Spotify, Apple Music, CastBox, everything that you can find podcasts on. But also, patreon.com. That is where we're going to have absolutely everything. So, you want, if we have piqued your curiosity, and you want to see, hear, or experience more, we got you. We absolutely got you. So, for this episode, this is going to be a very, a little, a bit of a different type of topic that we're tackling. Because of the fact that this isn't considered geek culture. It's not. But it's not. If you're a geek about it, but... Yeah, but... Geek is, uh, so here's the definition of geeks and nerds for everybody who often get those things mixed up. I am both, <laughs> so you will never be wrong when talking to me. But at the end of the day, a lot of times people are wrong. Geek is popular culture. Right. Pop culture. The people who have the references for days, the people who have all of the figures and all of the posters and know everything about everything about a certain subject. Those are the geeks. Mm -hmm. The nerds are the bookworms, the ones who are really interested in numbers, math, com uh, composition, anything like that. So this will not necessarily be geek, which is going to be fun. It's going to be fun. This is also something that is my background. And I've always felt, and it's great finding somebody else who feels the exact same way. So, here is the thing with music shows. Sure. And why they set you up for failure. Let's think about it. Name one artist who won, one. American, who won American Idol. Or The Voice. Or The Voice. Or the X or uh, America's Got Talent that is actually procuring 
of revenue from their talent. Mm-hmm. My whole take on it, after OG American Idol, shows like that just died. There was no purpose. There was nothing marketable. It was all for show, for TV, to make things look good. Like, we can take people, bring them into the star world, and then you never hear from them again. Because exactly. where the fuck are they? Exactly. That shit, like, gets over and done with. So, this is my biggest thing on why that is even a problem. Mm-hmm. When you bring all of these people into a whole new world, per se, of quote unquote fame and fortune that don't really know how to handle all of that shit, they're gonna blow all of it. Yes, sir. They're gonna blow it all immediately. Yes, sir. And then they go, oh shit, I made it, not understanding that the grind starts there. Exactly. <laughs> Which is crazy to think about. Because even like when it comes to our shit, mm-hmm. we finally got on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all of that shit, what, a month ago? Yep. Nah, it hasn't, it hasn't even been in a month yet. We haven't even been doing the show a month yet. Nah, and we've only been up here for like maybe what, two weeks? Two weeks. Two and a half weeks? Two <laughs> my third day weeks. And uh, it's crazy to think about because of the fact that we've had to work harder since we've gotten this platform. That's where the grind starts. Because at first it starts. Yeah. It literally went from us just, we'll just do it, to us now having a set schedule. Yeah. This has yeah. legitimately become another job for us. Which is great because it's something you like to do. Well, yeah, yeah, but it's also. I mean, hey, at the end of the day, I love talking shit, so I'm gonna talk shit. <laughs> it's one of those things where it's like completely and totally exhausting because at the end of the day, we're not we're not making the revenue that we need to for us to do this full time full time yet. So we have to work jobs and do this. Both of both of us still in school, trying to get more knowledge for this industry by going to the school that we're going to. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to get to my master's degree. Like, <laughs> be like that. It's a lot of work. I'm trying to. Get, I'm working on my. I'm working on completing my first BA. I was about just, to say you gonna get. Uh, I'm gonna have two. Yeah, I'm gonna have two BAs. Yeah, I'm gonna have two BAs in. Two like, of them things. I'm gonna have two BAs by the end of 2022. Yeah, and I have That's my master's shit. by the end of that. Exactly. That too. So think about that shit. We're in school, working part time jobs and doing this, uh-huh. and we're trying to. I'm do sorry, that. bro, but we ain't doing part time hours. We we work seasonal like, work. Yeah, we're doing but seasonal it, work. Yeah, and we and we're, you know, we're like still 50, 60 hour work weeks. Yeah. Like that shit's nuts. And we still just <laughs> we still just trying to make it. And a lot of these people are like, well, once I hit it, once I'm recognized, that's when No sir. No. That ain't like how that, that shit works. Because as soon as you get it, you can lose it. Exactly. Think so, about think about uh, all the one hit wonders. Like who Fucking Blueface would have been a one-hit wonder, but let's digress. Who were the cats that came out with that song back in the, uh, back when we were growing up? Part like a rock star. Oh, uh, fucking. fucking uh, party Thank you for proving my point. Yeah. They came out with one of the dopest songs for the era, and nobody even knows. We don't even know. remember their names now. They even got a feature with Lil Wayne. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck? Wow. Yeah, I can't remember that shit at all. Yeah, it's straight. It's hurting my brain. Mm, think about Soulja Boy, who legitimately oh, got, fuck. got famous because he knew how to work the lawnmower algorithm. Yeah. 
and then came back and became a meme. Yeah. <laughs> Big soldier. But he was like,
He's the topic of everybody conversation now. Yep. Exactly. Because here's the funny thing to me about it. Hey, don't get me wrong. Rap Devil was dope. But it's not a it's not a it's diss not track. a diss song though. It's, it isn't. It's just it's a it's dope just, track. It but is. it's not a diss song. And you can't go to M who started in battle rap with anything that isn't a <laughs> diss song. Everyone's like, well, how was it a diss track? First of all, he was too respectful. He was complimenting him the majority of the time. M. When I was we know that you're the greatest rapper alive. Fucking nerd. Always sit on the toilet and read the dictionary inside. Like, what is like what, what the heck? That's those are jokes to go after this. Like you can literally just sit there and watch 8 Mile and come up with a diss song with him. Like, because he puts all his shit out there. It don't really fucking matter. Yes, sir. And he doesn't really give a shit, which is why you can't really diss him. If you're going to take shots at someone like Eminem, you, those better be the best fucking bullets you ever shoot in your life. What, what's crazy was Rap Devil probably was the best bullets that That's hit. not okay. Remember, like, if you listen to just Rap Devil by yourself, no context, if you don't listen to Kamikaze, if you didn't know that the whole beef was going on. If you didn't know that whole track. shit, and if you don't hear Kill Shot, it's a dope track. It really is. Yeah. But as soon as you put context and listen to either Not Alike or, because uh, Not Alike, he just, oof, he ripped him apart. Mm. And uh, I think, uh, fuck, what was it? I think it was the greatest that he first mentioned him when he literally just mentions his name and doesn't really say anything else. He already killed him. Like it was already a rap. He, yeah. he had no real business even making that track in the ringer. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. And there wasn't really anything for him to do on that. But he was like, I see a chance to get some publicity because of the fact that this dude will escalate me even further. I think he knew that too. Yeah, Yeah, that was the entire point. When he heard his name in that fucking song, he he started popping bottles. He literally, he literally put a fucking uh, video of him on Instagram in the studio popping bottles listening to that song. Because that was like, holy shit, we're on M's radar. That's what that was. It literally goes and writes a song, does a music video and everything. Yeah, it was kind of quick that like, It's like, if you're going to take shots, don't miss, bro. Don't come out with no soft shit. Because exactly. Eminem will body you. You can't go to M with that shit. Yeah. You can't. Mwah, get Jada kissed. <laughs> like, come on, bro. <laughs> like, you know somebody like him. the funniest thing ever with that entire, just that, just that beef alone. When M did the the interview with Shay, right. everyone was trying to discredit it because they were like, well, Shay's on his payroll. That doesn't fucking matter. That means you can actually give it more credit because now it's like, he took the time to he pay went. someone. Well, he up. went to like the quickest way he could get in that, uh, get his outlet out, right. which was oh shit. Because right. he could just be like, I don't care what you're doing. I got a message to go ahead and get out. We're doing this interview right the fuck now. And because of the fact that he owns that shit, he can do it. He can't yeah. go somewhere else and do that shit. Nope. He can't. You know how hard it is for people to get booked on different shows like The Breakfast Club, for example? Yeah. Like, you have to go out of your way to do shit like that. Bro, I still and think it was funny. The funniest episode of Breakfast Club is when they had that fat dude up there who was mad that they ain't had no breakfast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this ain't that type of club, bro. I'm trying to sit here. We don't eat. <laughs> the way you look, you don't need to Which eat either. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny, because that's all we do. But anyway, yeah. um... 
him doing that was literally like, all right, I am going to get this message out as quickly as I can, and this is the fastest way I can fucking do that. Yeah, he already, he is on his payroll, so why not? Exactly. Fuck it, I'm going to use the resources that I fucking started anyway. And everything he said was absolutely true. Yeah. He was like... I wasn't even sure if I was going to respond. fucking respond because this is actually this was before he even put out kill shot. He was like, I don't even know if I will respond because I'm just gonna get this man more clout. Pretty much. That's pretty much rap beef is somebody. I mean, it's clout. not always like that though. This I mean, the last couple beefs that M has had. Okay. <laughs> Every single time he puts out one track, it's a rap. It is only ever once. He doesn't go back and forth with anybody. True. And M is the only one who proves like he, he's the exception to the rule that the winner of the beef isn't uh, who becomes the most popular. Yeah, because think about Jay Z and Nas. Nas bodied Jay Z, but Jay Z was just more popular. Uh-huh. So Jay Z won that beef. Okay. Ether, Ether should have killed that man's rap for everything. Mm-hmm. Yes, as soon as Ether dropped, it should have been a rap for Jay-Z, but Jay-Z's but a businessman. Yeah. He's a businessman first. He's Very an artist second. So that shit wasn't really going to fuck with him. At all. And that's what happens with the majority of beefs. Mm-hmm. But M, because of his background, because of what he does, as soon as he puts sights into you and sinks his teeth in, it's a rap. It is a fucking rap. Yeah. And what makes it even worse is nine times out of ten, 50 pity ass is just gonna go with it too. That's <laughs> <laughs> funny thing about Pity to me, like it was on an album fun. with him, comes out with a track where they both go at it together, comes out in the second track, and then looks at him like, hey bro, why you want me to die though? Yeah. Like that was like, the funniest shit ever to me on that. He said it's the funniest and pettiest motherfucker I've ever met in my life. Yes. I've never met, but like heard of. Literally like, bought all of those tickets just so he could and have a sold out show. Oh like, my god. Like, yeah, you're gonna get the money regardless. Regardless, but have fun to like have petty the show in front of nobody, fuck. motherfucker. Like <laughs> petty as fuck. Who did you do oh, that? Really? I, I heard Ja Rule. Yeah. Uh-huh. When he said the tickets only cost like fifteen dollars, so he was like, "All right, let me get the first two rows." Fuck it. <laughs> it's crazy. Oh man, that shit was crazy. That shit was. That's, that's ja Rule was probably so pissed. Like, what the fuck? I thought you said it was sold out. No, yep. it was just fifty cent. Yeah, fifty <laughs> doing that shit. But at the end of the day, these are all people who have like grinded for years. Yeah. In years. Let's not forget about getting shot nine crap. times. It you wasn't all at the same time, though. There were nine different occasions. If it works, what the fuck? Why is yeah, that, like, you? that doesn't make it any less Exactly. What? That doesn't make it, it, it any less better. Actually, that, it actually does. It actually does. Because no, because this means they try to kill this. It's one thing if you get you got shot nine times on one, one, yeah. one trial trying to kill you. It's more badass when it is. Nine different times and everybody wants to kill you. Yeah. Wow. And talk about not connecting. <laughs> Christ. He's like, talk about motherfucker, can you aim? Exactly. <laughs> who was it that's that came up with the joke? That's why people that don't fucking need... shoot sideways. Yeah, who was the one who came up with the joke that uh, we need drive-by, uh, drive-by courses? Uh, like, drive-by courses? I don't know. That, that's new to me. That sounds funny as fuck, though. Yeah, it was, a, it was a, an entire, I forgot who it was, but he was like, 
can we just get like drive by like classes so that we can teach these guys to kill the person they're aiming out? Because <laughs> <laughs> it seems like everyone. They it's always it's always the motherfucker that they try to shoot always survives. Exactly. Everybody else around Everybody them always else dies. Dead, bro. Like God damn it. But um, yeah, these motherfuckers are grinding for years and they have already made all those mistakes. Mm-hmm. When you have kind of bridged back to the main point, when you bring in all of these new quote unquote legitimate up and comers who've yeah. been doing this shit for like a couple of months in some facts and maybe even like a year or two in others, yeah. which is not enough time. You need at least five years under your belt before you even start doing shit. Fetty Wap, when he first blew up, the man had started rapping nine months before he actually got his first hit, Track Queen. Nine months. And he blew up that fast. He blew his fortune. Now yeah, we're fucking Fetty say, uh, like, Fetty Wap ain't done shit since then. He's another, like, prime example of that shit. People, like, who get that recognition way too fast lose everything just as for example the whole uh mumble rap generation that we're part of right now it's gonna die out yeah it's already it, dying it out it already is dying out Think about the they're giving, they're giving. x is dead uh yeah. six nine is going to jail yeah he's well, going to fucking jail he's well, so confident he's gonna get out he's no, like he, no he, he knows he's dead. he's dead he's dead yeah he's he knows he's dead he spilled the beans on his entire operation going back to shit that he wasn't even a part of he, he, and then he's just like dying. if i'm going down everyone's coming with me he denied 24 7 security yeah because he know he's dead because yeah. he know he's not he's he's probably tired from all of this shit I know I would be. I would hate. I would. I would be exhausted after snitching on this many. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, because like, I'd be like, damn, what else could I come up with? Oh, they did this, brother. Have you seen the memes since then? Yes. This is on everybody. There was one who was like, oh, yes. six nine says he wasn't with your friends at the club last night. What the fuck, bro? They they cl- they fucking cloned the uh, memes together. For the uh, all right, I'ma head out. Mm-hmm. It was it got SpongeBob. All right, I'ma head out, and then six nine going. Your Honor, I know where he's going. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that shit was fucking hilarious. But still, like all of these motherfuckers are coming up way too fast. Yeah. The There's no that... real grind there anymore. No. So, it doesn't make sense how Lil Tecca is 17. The dude that came out with the song Broccoli. That Yachty. Really, Lil Yachty. Yachty really is. But smart. he got smarter, though. He got smarter. He did. But he insulted the injury because he had no choice. He insulted the entire industry. He literally said, if I want to come up with a song where it's just got a dope beat and I'm just saying y'all on the whole track and motherfuckers want to buy it because the beat dope, then I'm just going to come out with a track and say y'all want it with a dope beat and make my motherfucking money. But he's absolutely right. Yeah. Exactly. He is absolutely right. People vibe more. So, our generation specifically, we vibe more to, well, we're mixed back. We're kind of half and half. Half the 90s kids are the old souls. The other half of the 90s kids have lost their damn minds. <laughs> so, we got half of us who are, like, legitimately into the lyricists, like Nas, Biggie, M, Tupac. And that is what we still vibe with, which is why we rep J. Cole, Kendrick, Hobson, all of these people who yeah. grew up with us in our generation. Then you got the other half who just did all this mumble bullshit who are starting to blow the fuck up because of the fact that they are a part of the generation who lost their damn minds. Mm-hmm. They haven't learned all those lessons and they're going to learn the fucking hard way, which is why these music shows don't work. Because you put these people in front of so many fucking eyes, that shit goes to their head so goddamn quickly because of the fact that they've never had to deal with this shit before. Nope. 
they will make these mistakes immediately. Hell yeah. Would you when you look at the beginning when Mumble Rap first started, Lil Pump, um, he blew the fuck up because people was riding his dick. Cause like, oh my god, Mumble Rap is new, blah blah blah. What the fuck is he I, saying? I don't even know who the fuck Lil Pump is, to be oh, real. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know Gucci Gang? Gucci Gang, Gucci oh, Gang. That's literally the song. Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang. Blew up, blew millions on fucking jewelry and bullshit. J. Cole sat him down. Hey bro, you doing the wrong shit. Let me try to school you because he tried to come at J. Cole in one of the songs or whatever. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Shout out to J. Cole because he's the yeah, only motherfucker who somebody will try to beef with him and he would actually try to talk. And he would be like, all right, he destroys you. All right, young and bring it in. Bring it in. Let, let me, yeah, let me show was, the way. They had a whole interview way. together and Cole was trying to spit game to Pump. And Pump made it seem like he was listening. Really fucking was it. Did the same dumb shit. I haven't heard shit that I want to listen to from Lil Pump in like maybe a year. Maybe a year and a half. I don't I, know. Uh, and you didn't know him at all. So there's yeah. that too. There's that. So, I mean. You give an 18, he was 17 when he first got his first like hit or whatever, but how the fuck old he was. You give a 17 year old, half a million dollar contract, millions of dollars, resources to get bitches, cars, all that shit. What the fuck you think he's going to do with it? He's not even 19 yet. He's not even 19 yet. What's crazy is it's why like all of these big fucking music labels like Sony, Paramount, all of these guys are fucking hounding for this young talent because they know it's going to burn out. There was no reason Bad Baby should be a rapper right now. There's I mean, she's not. To be, f- to be fair, or whatever she wants to call herself. To be fair, there was no reason that Chanel West Coast should have been a rapper either. What is like that? Did she even come out with? <laughs> I heard she did have a song, a song. I heard she a song. she had a couple albums that she got put out. With Young Money was still thing. Yeah, she got signed by Young Money. Yup. Physical hard copy albums like on on shelves and shit. Yeah. Yep. When the fuck did that happen? Well, Rob Deerdeck pushed her to the moon. First time I heard of her was um, Ridiculousness. First time she came out. Fantasy Factory is where she blew up because Rob Deerdeck tried to put as many eyes on her music as he could because he wanted to help her the fuck out. Okay. And this is after... Did it work? Yeah, it did work. Because immediately after that, she was doing shows, and then immediately after that, she got signed to Young Money. All of that shit happened like that. All because of the fact that he put her on the platform. So was that benefit or was it not good for her? Because like now she's kind of died down. Well, it's just one of those things where it becomes she has her little niche section of people who gonna she gonna have a steady income regardless. Yeah, I don't doubt that. Is all. she gonna be as hot because as she wants herself show, to she, be? Probably she, not. She's not. She's a very attractive girl, so she's gonna get a couple thirst followings off. And, and yeah. don't get me wrong, like she ha- she has some pretty simplistic bars, but. At the end of the day, they're so much better. Or like, for example, Justina Valentine. Mm-hmm. That woman has bars for days. Yes, she does. It's ridiculous. And Feminine is still one of my favorite albums. Yeah, because it's legitimately what she is. Feminine? She's a female Eminem. Yeah, feminine. Yeah, like, that is a nice Justina player. Valentine is ridiculous, but she doesn't really have as much of a following. Chanel has a bigger following than her because of the platform that she was on. Yeah. At the end of the day, everybody's gonna look at Justina. It was like, oh, she don't wildin' out, so she ain't really like she ain't got bars like that. She but got she bars does. for wildin' out. But she But does. that's not the case. That's not the case at all. They did the same shit. They did the same shit to Charlie Clips. Charlie Clips is a battle still, rapper. Yes, he is the best, hands down. Fight me, battle rapper that <laughs> exists. 
That man is like I have yet to ever see him ever lose. But because they put him on somebody else, he got showed up and disrespected by someone that when he didn't have the full story about something. And then immediately turned it around and was like, yeah, I didn't know. But this is what I did know. Yeah. <laughs> wow. And I was like, this, like, this man's bars is ridiculous. But because they put him on Wild and Out. You can, if, if you can shut up Loaded Lux, you got bars, bro. I'm sorry, but Loaded Lux is one of those that you gotta, you gotta coach your A game. That motherfucker was half rapping against Loaded Lux and still shut him the fuck up. So... Again, they go, well, he got bars for Wildin' Out. Right. Even though Nick holds these guys back because of the fact that they can't go full battle rap on each other. Because they yeah. did on one episode, and Nick ain't know what the fuck to do. Because it was <laughs> Hitman, it was Hitman and uh, Conceited versus uh, Clips and somebody else. I can't remember what it was, and they were doing uh, Wild Style. Yeah. And they legitimately, part of the show. And legitimately went full on battle rap because Hitman was talking about like throwing tools after that. And right. we were like, oh shit, they, they, they on King of the Dot right now. <laughs> <laughs> but... Again, because of the platform that they're on, mm-hmm. their actual it, it's talent. a mixed bag. It's yeah. really a mixed bag. Because Charlie Clips ain't going to really blow the fuck up because of Wildin' Out. No. Because, yeah, he's funny as shit. Even in his bars and his battle rap, he's funny as shit. But battle rap ain't really going to get you anything but respect. Yeah. Like, yeah, you get a good amount of money per battle in some circles. But outside of that, there's not really much. And to be fair, a lot of times when it comes to a lot of these artists, they're good at battle rapping. That doesn't mean they're actually good at making good music. Yeah. A new because thing. Even if you, so, which then creates the stigma of, because you could be a, you could just have been known for being a battle rapper mm-hmm. and you yeah. actually have bars, but because you're a battle rapper, mm-hmm. no one's going to be like, yeah, you're a battle rapper, bro. We, I ain't going to take you seriously. A new thing that I'm um, trying to wrap back to a uh, music shows that uh did the show Rhythm and Flow with Cardi B, Chance, and T.I. They brought in battle rapper King Los to coach the artists mm-hmm. and how to do that. So I guess battle rap kind of gives you a segue into different things yeah but so here's the thing with battle rap battle rap teaches you to find your own style yeah because everybody has their thing charlie clips psych a lot conceited <laughs> slow it down i just ditched you mm-hmm. dumbfounded is literally whatever the fuck he wants to do mm-hmm. daylight is all his geek bars yeah. when it comes to uh dragon ball z street fighter and all of that shit mm-hmm. everybody okay. <laughs> okay okay but everybody has their own legitimate style with it yeah fucking loaded lux is you gonna get this work Everybody has their own thing, and that's what battle rap does. Mm-hmm. It forces you to create your own style, and it forces you to create full schemes with barely anything. Yeah, because I feel like if you don't, especially in battle rap, that's your ass. Exactly. On TV. No, I'm kidding. On, a, on so, YouTube, but still. Yeah. Hey, I, if it was on TV, it might not be going as far as it does. I mean, battle rap would be so good if it was on TV. I'd watch it because it's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It, it hit a whole new... Like URL and then King of the Dots should really consider starting a TV series. But nobody watches TV anymore. So get on a, get on a streaming platform. Put that shit on Netflix. Which is why they're on Hulu. Yeah, yeah. they are? Okay. Well, not Hulu. Uh, YouTube. Oh. I'm sorry. No, we know what you meant. Put <laughs> yeah. yeah. that shit on Netflix, Hulu, some shit. It'll pop. Guaranteed. It's interesting to watch for those that do watch it. Yeah. So, again, all of these different people 
all have their own specific grinds. Mm -hmm. So when you find these people and just kind of give them everything from the jump, they're not going to know what to do with it. No, sir. At all. And then what makes it even crazier is, for example, let's go to uh, fucking the rise and fall of American Idol. All of the people who won never really did anything. So it was all the people who were the runners up. No, like OG. even from the OGs. Huh. My, my biggest uh, thing that I like to kind of push to the forefront when this argument is Ruben Stutter. That man probably gained the most out of any American Idol winner. And he was what, like a third, fourth place? Mm-hmm. Carrie Underwood got a second place. Yeah. yeah. Hudson got second place like all of these people weren't winners but yeah we're bigger than the winners exactly Exactly. because those winners were the ones who were getting the contracts out the gate with all of this money and they blew through it everybody else had to keep grinding yeah because they kept grinding fucking Ruben Stutter right after he lost did a um I think it was a Luther Vandross cover CD. Mm-hmm. And that's what really set him off. Because he did a rendition of Dance With My Father that everybody was like, holy fuck. <laughs> <laughs> this man got pipes for real. I mean, which you really get the feel for. But at the end of the day, when it comes to these shows, they're not singing for their style. They're singing for the judges. Yeah, which is a kind of a, a downfall for the person singing because like how are you supposed to know who I am as an artist how are you supposed to market me if I'm singing somebody else's shit exactly which is why a lot of times something like which I believe is why something like America's Got Talent mm-hmm. and all the Got Talent shows across the world got started but then you they don't really care about the talent Mm-mm. it's all about what the best showings in the best market like think, of, yeah. think about some of the like the most famous people from America's Got Talent they were all had these weird gimmicks like what was what was it like hey bro even, even Academy of Villains was on America's Got Talent exactly but the thing about it was like one of the most talented people that were up there yeah. Was a girl who came up and painted an entire giant portrait. I forgot what she what she actually used, but the, every day she was literally there. She wasn't even up there like f- like three or four minutes. She wasn't up. No, she was up there doing her thing. Thirty seconds. They couldn't figure out what she was doing. Boom, first buzzer. She's up there another minute. Keep going. She's not discouraged. Boom, another buzzer. She's like, all right, I'm good. And keeps going. Boom, another buzzer. And as she's going, you literally see her. You can see her discouragement. Yeah. And by the time that third buzzer was done, she was like... She had a talent, but they can't market she it. She was like, like threw her powder up there, showed her what she was working on, and every single one of them had to apologize to her. Because they were like, what the fuck are you doing? This is stupid. What the fuck are you doing? This is stupid. I'm going to give you a chance. This is stupid. Yep. So it goes from, we really don't care about your talent. We just really want to see what you Can we sell you? Can we sell you? And that's that's the issue with the music industry in general at this point. Yep. Because of the fact that that's all they really care about what sells. Yep. Now, granted, that's always been the issue with the music industry ever mm-hmm. since. But it's more prevalent now. Because now they're just selling bullshit. Nah, it's always been this prevalent. Oh. It's always been this prevalent. Even early days of hip-hop, it was like this. Because a lot of the dopest songs are not the ones that work that did well back then. Mm-hmm. For example, KRS-One is like one of the most well-known lyricists in the game, and he never really sold much. Mm-hmm. But okay. we know he's like one of the best of all time. How come he's never in that conversation a lot? I don't know. 
I don't know. It, it ha- I think it has to do with cause, uh, record sales. Yeah. But that's not what he I did. I don't think for. record sales he reflects like, if you're a good artist or not, though, because that's a really unrecognized artist I mean, who are better than people that like, sell. Two of yeah, his worst true. albums went platinum. Yeah. So I don't think yeah, like he. I don't think he's ever had a poor selling album. He's just had poor selling for him. Exactly. Yeah, like and he has two albums. His worst is somebody else's best. Exactly. So it's really a. It's 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 crazy, but yeah. all that matters is what sells. Yeah. At the end of the day. At this point. And that's kind of always been the thing, mm-hmm. because. Even at the end of the day, when it comes to uh, radio spins, mm-hmm. you got to put money into that. Yeah, that costs a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, CEO of um, Quality Control Music says if you want your record on the radio, it's about like a good two, 200 grand yeah. to get your shit on the radio, just for the radio. And half of the shit that comes out now isn't all radio play eligible, mm-hmm. which is why there's so much consistent loops with the same songs on radio. Because exactly. artists aren't making shit like that anymore. And it's harder to market that when it wasn't for that in the first place. Exactly. So that's why it costs. At the more. end of the day, the radio is dying. Radio yeah. is absolutely dying. Radio's dying, TV's dying. Everything's streaming now. Yeah, it is. Everything. It is. Radio's, I, di- radio's dying really fast. Industries in general are just dying. Yeah. Well, I said they're either evolving or dying. To a friend the other day, I gave it five years before cable's obsolete. Less than that. It already is obsolete. Yeah. Nobody. We we don't even have cable. We have Netflix. Yeah, and I don't Hulu. have cable. I got, got Netflix. Hulu, Hulu. TV. That's it. Yeah. So. Uh, and what's even funnier about shit like that is you got so many other avenues where you can get all money. of the standard channels yeah. without cable now. Because for example, Hulu Live TV. Who has a lot of sports? That commercial. <laughs> Who, has <laughs> has sports? Who has a lot of sports? But, um, you got, yeah, you have, you got PlayStation View. You got PlayStation View. That's the thing that has yeah. all of the cable channels. You got YouTube TV that has the same shit. Like, there's so, so many, many other, other things that you can get. TVs comes with apps now that show you real channels. Yeah. So, cable's going to become obsolete. Give it, like, three years at this point. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, um, when you really think about it, it's why they bundle cable with uh, internet. internet now. Yeah. Because when I got my internet service. You can get your internet alone for yeah. the same price you can get cable and internet. Yeah. And that shit is stupid. It shouldn't be a fucking thing. It shouldn't. They literally hassle me every day. They call my phone. Would you like to get cable? No. Let me tell you about the deal. No. Nah, we good. We yeah. good. We don't need cable. We don't even got a TV, bro. <laughs> I mean, we gonna get it eventually, but that's for other reasons. That's just cause yeah. they gonna give it to us. Yeah. For that whole uh, that courtesy package, <laughs> but that's that's besides the point. Um, yeah, and what's crazy to think about is even with. For example, radio dying. That is still like a place where the majority of people get their music from. Yeah. And people don't really understand how that will impact shit as well. Mm-hmm. Because you put the same dumb shit on the radio, people are going to start emulating that dumb shit. Hell yeah. Because it's what's working. And if it's all you have, then that's all people are going to buy, which is going to make it seem like that's what sells, whether it does or it does not. But at the end of the day, isn't that a good thing then that radio dies so that their diversity can actually become a true thing? Yeah, but... Yes and no. Yeah. So it reaches less ears. No, not exactly. Because everybody kind of goes back to their own little 
web of what music they like. Yeah. What I do believe is going to explode, and no, this is not a reason why I'm doing like that we even set up doing these, are music podcasts. So, like, for example, Monster Cat. Monster Cat, the Monster Cat podcast has been around forever. Mm-hmm. And it's blowed, it blew up, I want to say, like, two, three years ago. Mainly because of the kind of void of EDM music that were on radios. You don't really go to the radio to hear EDM. There's not really many radio stations that will even play that shit. So, what Monster Cat did was, it was like, all right, well, bet. We'll do a podcast where we'll spend an hour getting all of the music that people are wanting to listen to along with new shit. And they're bringing artists on to have takeovers so they can do live sets. They're doing all of this shit to kind of blow that shit back up. Uh-huh. And that is what I see happening when it comes to every other genre. You're going to eventually have... Like, for example, the new uh, Neo Soul artists probably have something similar. Yeah, people like Solange. And yeah, you're going to have your uh, probably rock generations doing that shit. You knew all rock generations doing that shit. Your yeah. new heavy metal and punk rock doing their specific shits. You got your different specific subgenres of hip hop now. Because whether we like it or not, it's an official subgenre now. <laughs> Mumble rap is an official subgenre. Yeah, I think we gotta start accepting that. Yeah, it too is. many of them niggas. It ain't, it's not, I ain't it's not for us. None. Just because it, it is, just, don't mean I got to Exactly. We have to accept that it exists. We don't have to like, like it. it. We uh, don't have to listen to it. We don't have to put our money towards any of that shit, which we <laughs> don't. No. So, it's fine. Because at the end of the day, we still all have our little like avenues and shit that we're gonna listen to regardless. Yeah. But. So, with radio becoming obsolete, it would divide music anyway. Yeah. But unify those who enjoy that same taste. Exactly. Well, that's it would, it would create new, like, tight-knit communities of people. Yeah. Because think, think about it like this. Uh, just kind of bridge over into another industry that is entertainment-wise. Wrestling. Yeah. Anytime that you see, and I'm going to use this specific example mainly because of the fact that it's something that I see at work all the time. Mm-hmm. Bullet Club. Bullet Club and the Elite. Bullet Club and the Elite are is literally just a group of guys who are wrestlers that people love to watch. They have a fuck ton of different shirts, but they all kind of have the same central design, which it says Bullet Club. It has a skull in the middle and uh, kind of uh, bullets on the side. Yeah. And they have this thing called that they did that uh, NWO did a long, long time ago called Too Sweet that Super Click and NWO did. And they essentially took that and made it their own thing. Right. Anytime you see anybody that has those shirts on, they have no idea who the other person is. They absolutely have never seen them before, but you see them throw up two sweets and they start talking and having a conversation. Mm-hmm. Two random people <laughs> completely bridged together, made a new connection because of the fact that they both have on the shirt or one of them recognizes the shirt. Right. And it happens all the time at work where you just kind of see all of these people just yeah. divulge into because conversation. Thing that all walks together. of life. All fu- I saw like this old... Uh, this is going to be a fucked up way of uh, describing him, but it, you can kind of get the vibe of his personality. Mm-hmm. Like kind of OG plantation owner type cat talking to like... Uh, he looked like he was about 16, 17 year old kid, uh, black kid. 
Mm. That's not a conversation. Like, they're, like, laughing and joking, talking about wrestling. That's not something you would think about. Mm -hmm. Like, these two people seem like they would not be in the same room ever. ever. But because of this one thing. Because of this one thing, they're having conversations. So that's where you think when radio finally dies, that's where music is heading. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But it's not a bad thing. It seems like it's pretty unified. Oh, other no, than the no, no, no. It's not going to be a bad What I hope doesn't happen, and because of the fact that there are a lot of shitty people in the human race, yes. it's going to become uh, my, radio, my type of music is better than your type of music type bullshit, and we're going to have more flame wars on the fucking internet because of that shit. <laughs> Because apparently Please, you can't I mean, like you can never stop being that flame war. So <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, at the end of the day, a flame war will happen regardless of yeah. what people will try to do. That shit's fucking stupid, though. Yeah, but what can you do? Try your best not to get involved. Yeah, yeah. That's really about look, it. Look at the stupidity from a distance. Yeah, yeah. And just laugh at them. It'd be like that. Ha, ha, ha. As soon as you get involved, ha, ha, the whole community is coming at your neck, and it's just like, all right, this is not what I came here for. Yeah, like, <laughs> I just wanted to share my opinion. It's like, how the fuck do you go from, yeah, bro, I thought that was a really dope song to, to someone, fuck what you, the fuck are you fuck, talking? Exactly, <laughs> fuck you, fuck you, like That's shame like, on you, yeah. shame on your cow. Like, how the, how the hell does that shit even come into That's it? That's like with someone that you know is getting roasted, and you laugh. Next thing you know, they on your ass, and it's like, what the fuck? I didn't even do shit, bro. Like, it makes people. Oh, when, when everybody just like jumping around and then all of a sudden the roads get too real. Yeah. It's like, man, get out of my face. You smell like rubbing alcohol. I'd rather smell like a rubbing alcohol than a banding child. Oh, my daddy don't love me. So yeah, what the fuck? You get really pissed That's what I hope doesn't happen, but yeah. I feel like it will. I feel like it will. I mean, considering the fact that Rick and, like, people who uh, want to be considered real Rick and Morty fans trash the McDonald's for not having Szechuan sauce. Like, people are going to do dumb shit regardless. Yeah. I know. But on that bombshell, we're going to go ahead and wrap this episode up. This was a fun little nice discussion that we had. Mm-hmm. It wasn't as big of a comedic, comedic element, but... It was a fun little talk. We had fun making this. Hopefully, y'all had fun listening to this. And if you like what we do, go ahead and follow all of our social media pages at PowerTripOP. That's P-O-W-E-R-T-R-I-P-O-P. Capital P-T-N-O. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. And check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash powertripoperations. We're going to have some real fun stuff coming down that pipeline soon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, good stuff. Anyway... At the end of the day, I've been Crimson Black. And I am David Drago. And as always, it's Rain. And like always, may your flame burn eternal. Wow, he had no commentary this time for it. That's the first. But you did. <laughs> <laughs> but My you bad. did. Damn it. Uh, I was, I was going to give him this one. I was going <laughs> to give him this one. I tried. I bet you whistle out there like like no like a little dust cloud when nobody yep. gets it. <laughs> that's that's messed up. Alright guys. I've had fun. Thank you for letting us indulge ourselves once again. And we're if you guys have noticed we're going to start sticking to a schedule of Monday, Wednesday, Friday releases. And we're going to test that out, see how that goes. It's been going pretty well so far, but we're going to try to stick to that as well as we can. So 
if I believe this episode should be dropping on a Wednesday. I believe it's going down on a Wednesday. Let me see. Let's see. This episode should be going up on the 23rd. So, have fun, guys. Happy listening. And until next time.